This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. Podcast time, podcast time, podcast time. Al Dukes, what is up? Oh, hi, Jerry. Jerry, I just took to the Twitter, and I said that uh, in this particular podcast today, we would answer Twitter questions. Not a lot of good topics, huh? Uh, Not a lot of great topics uh, today. Actually, it's been a slow week for weird, strange topics for me for whatever reason. A strange week for stupidity. Yes, and I don't know if I'm getting bored with some of the dumb topics that I'm that I'm seeing, so I'm not printing them out. Right, there's only like, so many penis stories you can get to. Yeah, and there haven't been a lot of penis stories. There's been a lot of Florida stories, but they're all so dumb at this point that I agree. I've lost interest in them. I'm starting to wonder if stuff's almost made up. Uh, yes. People are just starting to do things just to get in the paper. Right, especially if they're in Florida. Right. So I said... Before ten seventeen a.m., I was very particular. You were specific. And get your questions in, we and uh, you and I would answer them. Yes, we did get some, Jerry, and I'm going to reward those people by reading their questions, beginning with this first one from TEDx. All right, TEDx. What is your favorite type of cheese? Mm, good question, TEDx. Jerry, do you have a favorite type of cheese? Probably cheddar. Are you a big cheese guy? Like, there's some people, like, I don't eat cheese. Uh, am I a, no, big cheese guy? Yeah. No. Cheddar? No, but if you put out cheese and crackers. Yeah, cheese and crackers. I'm in. You're in for the cheddar Specifically part. Specifically cheddar, although I like cheddar jack. Cheddar jack. You like a sharp cheese, Jerry, or a... It doesn't have to, I like mild. Mild? Um, a sharp means spicy? More bitter, I think. Bitter, okay. Yeah. It's just a different taste. So cheddar for you. Uh, if I had to say one, I would probably say cheddar. For me, I really only like... Uh, mozzarella. 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 I guess provolone if it's on like a steak. Well, see here. All right. So here's how you answer. I have to answer it. It all depends right. on what you're eating. Right. Cheese on a burger. I, believe it or not, I'm still going American. Right. Cheese on pizza. Mozzarella. Mozzarella. Cheese, right? um, cheese in a salad. Shredded cheddar. Cheese on a cracker. Cheddar or cheddar jack. It depends on what you're having. Right. You but know? I'm sorry, but you will eat any of those cheeses. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. But your favorite cheese, if I said, Jerry, I'm going to give you a slice or a cube of cheese, it'd be cheddar. If it's a cube, it's got to be cheddar. Yeah. If it's a deli slice, right? I don't mind the boar's head cheddar. It's pretty good. And even though it's not cheese, I still like the Land of Lakes American. Right. For a slice. For a slice. And for a sandwich, provolone's tremendous. I do one. Here's the one cheese I will not eat. Okay. I will not eat Swiss cheese. Really? You it's, don't like the holes? I, I, I've never, ever acquired a taste for it. Or I've, I've just never liked it. All right, you hear that, TEDx? So for Jerry, it's cheddar cheese. That's an interesting question. I wonder why that was on his mind. And does not like Swiss at all. For me, mozzarella and, and provolone. Else. Oh, provolone, right. Perhaps. All right, TEDx, thank you for getting us started. 
Uh, question number two. Did you ever eat olive loaf as no, a kid? I'm not eating olive loaf. But you know what it is. I'm aware of it. And yeah. that was something as a kid. Like, so you weren't a bologna kid. Uh, I did eat fried bologna. But you wouldn't have a bologna sandwich. No. On the white bread. No. Where the white bread sticks to the roof of your mouth and you got that goodness of just horrible saturated fat bologna. No. Okay. We would do fried bologna on toast. Okay. I could, sure, I could see that. When Kim and I first got married, and this is how far and such, really, I think it's a short time, nutrition has come. Yeah. I didn't know anything about it. I mean, this is 1999. This isn't 1949. When we first got married, every Saturday, I would run, I've really, I've really strayed far. Every Saturday, I'd go to Dearborn Farms in the morning, and I would pick up cold cuts, and I would get the heavy mayonnaise-based macaroni salad, potato salad, and the fresh mozzarella in the, in the salt water. Yeah. And I would also get a pound of bologna, an American <laughs> cheese, and these big Italian loaves of Italian. You were living bread. large, Jerry. We ate lunch together. Yeah. We would have bologna and cheese subs that we would make. With literally, I mean, we would scoop that macaroni Ugh. salad and potato salad on the dish. Grow up. And then, the, uh, and then literally we would split the cheese ball because it's big. I, I think now if I did that, I might throw up right. after I ate it. I don't think I've had bologna in it. has got to be 15 years. What about today? You and I stopped for a bologna sandwich. Dude, I would love it. I won't eat it, but I, I, that sounds awesome. I need mine fried. Got it. This comes to us from uh, Bradigan89. Actually, I do have a serious question for both you and Jerry. What kind of ham do you like? Will the, will the Matt Martin, Sidney Esiason wedding be the most famous wedding either of you have ever attended? If not, Who's a more famous person whose wedding you've attended? What a great question. That is a very good question. I don't, I've not attended anybody more famous than that's wedding. Me neither. So that will be our most famous wedding. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I've had a couple of good ones, but nothing like that. What about uh, any other radio people? Like, were you at Don LaGreca's wedding? I was. Mm, he's teetering on famous. Matt Martin is a professional hockey player good though. point don is so if matt don... martin is known by millions of hockey fans right. around the world so had don married a professional hockey player that would be a famous wedding yeah, but... or, or a famous actress or a famous or... actress yeah but don lagreca's wedding was fantastic um chris carlin's what... wedding you were too i was but that's it's a He's different type of they're local right and these are a power couple this wedding will be for sure it's so a you've got professional Sydney. athlete and you've got a professional athlete yeah. who Matt Martin, maybe he could walk around without being, you know, annoyed. But if Matt Martin showed up in Sweden with the yeah. Islanders, they know who he is. Right. You know, Don LaGreca goes to do a podcast in Sweden. God love no him. No one cares. No one knows who he is. Yeah, so don't get too arrogant, different. Don. No one knows no, no. you in Sweden. <laughs> That's what Jerry's Don's not arrogant. Oh, not but an yeah, arrogant. Don, that would, Don's would probably be the second most famous one, Ooh, I guess. interesting. Or him and Carlin. He married Carlin? You're just killing yourself over there. <laughs> Maybe one day I'll go to a Duke's wedding, but probably That not. will be very famous. Who else did I go to? Anybody else's? I guess not. Yeah, All I've right. gone to none. No famous ones. Yeah. Uh, this comes to us from uh, Austin on Twitter. When are we getting Boomer and Geo logo t-shirts for sale? I don't know. Let me know when we can find the Boomer and Carton ones for sale. We I, never did it. I know. I do think the company is missing out on a big We've opportunity here. Years. Barstool makes a ton of money on t-shirts. Seven line, ton of money. And we're not allowed to sell them ourselves, right? No, because I think that's where in the trouble gets. So, like, let's say the Boomer and Geo logo and name. Right. 
I think that is the company owns that, but I don't think they can do anything with it without Boomer and Geo's permission. Permission. So in order to make money on it, you'd have to be splitting a T-shirt sale with the company at and a, them at a minimum three ways. Oh, sure. At that point, is it worth it for the hassle? For a twenty dollars T-shirt. Should you and I make bootleg T-shirts of Boomer and Geo? Like, you know how they used to sell them in the parking lot at Use concerts? the colors and just make it B&G? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do that. No one would know. No one would know. And I'd say these are the, Oh. And they would tattle on us. I know they, they would. would. Yes, they, they would. They would at Intercom, and we would be in trouble. Yeah, we'd be in a lot of trouble. I don't think it's worth it. But I agree. I, I, I want logoed merchandise. People would love it. You could even do the Al and Jerry podcast. Yes. That'd be neat. Who owns that? The warm-up show. Warm-up show. I guess technically the company does, right? I guess so. Yeah. Hmm. All right. This comes from Jason Bogdan. I really want Jerry's take on this. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Good question. What? From Jason. Wants to know if you consider a hot dog a sandwich. No. You don't. That's a big Twitter debate a lot of times. Big Twitter debate. Yeah. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No. So you're going no. No. What if you sliced it? Um, down the middle of the hot dog and put it on white bread. If you want it to be a sandwich, you call it a sandwich. Right. But in my opinion, it's no. not. A hot dog and a hamburger is not the same as having ham and cheese on white with a little lettuce and some mustard. Okay, so we've settled that. I mean, in my opinion, if you think it's a sandwich, good for you. All right, Jason, there you go. Jerry's take on it, not a sandwich. This comes from very loyal Twitter follower Tim Masterson. All right, He Tim. writes to us quite a bit. He does. What's the deal... With, What's the deal? With people who put wind chimes on their homes. I don't like a wind chime. I'm with uh, Tim Masterson I love a good here. wind chime. That is very annoying. In the backyard. Here's why I like a good wind chime. Yeah. Not all year round. You can't have it all year round. Okay. A good wind chime in the months of October and November, as the weather's starting to turn a little bit, you get a nice breezy 55-degree Saturday afternoon, and you're out there, the leaves are starting to fall, and all you hear is a little chime yeah. as you're outside enjoying a beverage. Love a good wind chime. But. Not year-round, though. But, but let me ask you this. Day-round, so like at night when you go to bed, the wind chimes are still Love out that. there? I could go to sleep to a wind chime anytime. There are some soft-spoken wind chimes, but some are clangy. And if your neighbor has a clangy wind chime and you're trying to sleep with your windows open, enjoying the Who fresh the breezes. Open? <laughs> I do. You go air conditioning all year-round. I go from the heater to air conditioning. Right. You never Gina loves an open window. She lives by the beach. I know. That's the problem. But I'm saying so. people love wind chimes yeah. down at the beach. I think it's gr- I think a wind chime is just great ambiance. Mm. I do. When I used to grow when I used to spend a lot of time in LBI with a friend of mine whose parents had two houses. Some most people have one. They had two. Two houses. They they lived in one in the summer and they rented the other one out right next door. They had wind chimes all over the place. And we used to sleep in a converted garage. And we, I mean, we didn't lock the doors. Windows were wide open. We'd go out. Everything was, you could, you could have stole everything out of that house. And we would sleep in that converted garage slash bedroom with the screens wide open. God, I could still hear it between the breeze, the ocean you could hear in the distance, and the wind chimes. Oh, that sounds, that sounds fantastic right now. Hmm. Ocean breezes, Jerry, wind chimes, ocean, salt air. That's a song. Ocean breezes and wind chimes. The salt air running through your luscious hair. <laughs> You and your buddy, you're bald, sleeping in a bag together, just a real summer night. I woke up once. <laughs> I woke up once, and he was having sex with a girl. Oh, and 
<laughs> right in the middle of the night. Where she came from, I don't even know. Right. She and snuck this, right through that screen. I like I opened my eyes and he he looked over and he just like put his finger over his lips and you know, shushed me back to sleep, like don't wake her up. Like, like pretend don't you're let sleeping. her know you're something. I'm like, oh Jesus. Then did Christ. you do this? I didn't do anything. I turned my put my back towards them yeah. and let them finish. Mm. That was the end of that. Mm. Would you would you put those noises in the same mix as the wind chimes and ironically enough, not much noises. They're keeping quiet. They don't want to wake you up, Jerry. Kind of knew the parents were a couple of levels away. This next one comes from Charles, also a big Twitter follower. And he's but, in charge. Well, he has been a little attitude she. Charles has? Charles has. With and, us? Yeah, with or me in particular. Twitter. Okay. Sometimes I get a I get a holier than thou take from him. All right. And I'm getting it definitely from this Twitter question for the podcast. Why do you guys seem to be so far behind on pop culture, etc.? Is it that you are so consumed with sports you can't bother to watch Game of Thrones, Marvel movies, etc.? Or not know where countries are, etc.? Like, basic facts seem to escape you two, and it's mind-boggling. Good. Glad I boggled your mind. I don't care. Nor am I interested. We're not interested in Game of Thrones, Charles. I'm not. We're not interested in Marvel movies. We're you, aware of them. When you go to bed at 8 o'clock at night and you get up at 2.30 in the morning yeah. and you've got kids, I don't have the time. Nor And my life continues fabulously. Yeah. I have no kids. And I'm still not interested in that. I'm interested in murder mysteries. And I can't be watching Game of Thrones and Marvel movies when I'm learning about serial killers. There you go. Asked and answered. And Jerry's busy with kids you know what I'm and fascinated life. by kids and pets. So the older I get, yeah, and the more we're into this, yes. and the more we're into social media. Mm-hmm. I am fascinated by other people's fascination. I guess right with other people's interests. Got it. Because I got news for you. There are twelve people out there in the newsroom right now, mostly for the CBS Sports Radio Network. But right. there are twelve people out there. It's busy. I couldn't give two shits what any of them wow. do. Or what their interests okay. are in terms of TV viewing, mm-hmm. musical choices, yeah. concerts they go to, cars they drive. Right. I don't care. And no offense, Charles, you seem like a nice guy. Lovely. I don't give a goddamn what you like and don't like either. Mm-hmm. I don't care what Al likes. I don't That's give true. a crap what Boomer likes. Mm-hmm. I don't give two shits what Greg likes. Hear that, Greg? I don't care what Bob does with his life. That... Everybody be happy. Right. Be peaceful, and if not, go f yourself. Right. So no Marvel movies for you still, even though I've never been interested in the right. Marvel Spider Man, none of that. No, I did. I did like the Batman with Michael Keaton. Oh, the classic original. I, I like that one. I yeah. thought that was cool because it was new at yeah. the time. I like that one. But anything else? So we're aware of pop culture, I'm Charles. Aware, we're just not interested, not interested in that in those things. No, just like, you know what? I want to watch golf on a Sunday afternoon on CBS. You know how many people don't care about right. watching golf on Sunday on CBS? A lot of people. And as far as not knowing where countries are, maybe they didn't get to that in school when we were in school. You ever think of that, Charles? Well, very simple answer for that. If I want to go to another country, I'll pay an airline to take me there. And you'll look then. I the put it on Google Maps to find it. <laughs> Here's one uh, from Tom Dionisio, who asked the question, do people still carry and use handkerchiefs? 
That is a weird one. The I've handkerchief. Never, I never have. My grandfather did. Right. They would blow their nose yeah. into and a piece right of cloth pocket. and put it in their pocket. Yeah. Yeah, grandfathers used to love a good handkerchief. Like, was that originally, you know, in the suit when you get the handkerchief the same color as your tie? I'm was not that sure. originally to blow your nose in and then stuff it back into your suit? And then were they were they throwing their snot used snot handkerchief in the laundry? In the wash. Yeah. To be mixed in with all of your other clothing. I would think so. Well, do you ever think about what actually goes on in a washing machine? Yes. Pretty and disgusting. I don't th- it is. Like, how does it come out clean, really? Right. And especially like, people put stuff in there where their babies pooped on. Oh, in, yeah. In something. Like, I'm glad I grew, that I raised my kids in a time of, of diapers yeah. and not cloth diapers. Right. Because some how of the you things you see, up? let me tell yeah. you. <laughs> oh. I mean, good God, man. Disgusting. Yeah. And then you'd have to, I guess, wipe the crap into the, I guess, the garbage or into the toilet and then clean what's left over. Oh. Right. Oh, let me put that with my nice my nice Eagles t-shirt. Ugh. Don Henley in poop. Many years ago, I dated a um, woman who had a small child. Uh, he was a baby at the time when I first started dating her. And uh, he one night, uh, this baby ate a whole bunch of blueberries. Poop blue? No, well, he... Turns out he didn't chew the blueberries. Oh. So he pooped out full blueberries. No kidding. <laughs> what about that? What do you do I with that? I would love to have seen your reaction in your <laughs> face. As someone, so you would have been how old at this time? In your 30s? In my 30s. You had to have been contemplating in your 30s, still yeah. having children at some point. Right. Probably. And probably getting married at some point. Sure. At what point did you say to yourself, what am I doing? Yeah. And run. Yeah, with a... When you saw that? A diaper full of blueberries. Yeah. yeah. It was like, hmm. Did you get in the car and be like, you know what? I'm, this is not for me. Sure. Many times. Absolutely. Every night. <laughs> I don't know about every night, Jerry, but yes, that happens. Most nights. All right, so they, what is the deal with that? Okay. Oh, good question. This comes from Paul 91 What is your success rate at booking guests? Hmm. Well, he doesn't try to, so pretty uh, high. Well, it's really uh, has changed over the years, this whole booking guest for sports radio. Number one, there are way too many sports radio stations, way too many sports radio shows on TV. Everybody's trying to book all the guests, right? So mainly now, guests come on that are either the good guests that you're interested in. They either get paid like Aaron Boone gets paid, Eli Manning gets paid, mm-hmm. or they are out promoting a product that they're getting paid for. Yeah, it's rare just to call someone to have them come on now and they right. just come on. Julian Edelman came in studio yesterday because he's promoting a Showtime documentary that he's involved in. Mm. It's on him. If he wasn't doing that, Julian Edelman would never come on this show. Right, like why would he? Why would What's he? the point? He's It's no win for him. Yep. So... You know, if you want to get like a beat writer or something, sure. But you that's know, that's not a big It's guess really interesting me. how social media has changed it too because yeah. back in the day, I remember when I was the board op for Mike and Chris and yeah. Carlin was the producer and I filled in as the producer many a time and their requests would be quite lofty. Like it wasn't, for instance, if you wanted a golf guest, you know, you weren't asking for Mike Jones, journeyman golfer, it was... Get Lee Trevino on. Right. Or try and get to Tiger Woods. 
you know, in 1999 or, and, and um, we were never successful, but that was the goal. And the idea was something was going on. Here's his voice. And there weren't a whole lot of sports radio stations at the time. And right. beyond that, that was the biggest one. So they had good success getting big guests on. Now, if Tiger Woods has something to say, he's going to go on TigerWoods.com or go on Twitter and he's going to say it. Right. They don't need us anymore. Right. So it is different. Not only that, but even like a sports radio loves to put on beat writers or guys who cover baseball or basketball, right? Not the players. And, and, but the same thing with social media. If the Yankees fire Aaron Boone and we go, what does John Heyman think of that? Well, he's tweeted about it already. He's told you what he thinks of it and what is going to happen next. So calling him to talk about the thing he just tweeted, what's the point of it? Yeah, I mean, you're right. I mean, you can expand on the thought with him. Yeah. You know, there, and, and we do have to, I know we don't live in this world, but we do have to remember there is a pretty good portion of the audience that's not doing the Twitter thing, you know. Yeah, you're right. A very um, large portion. Yeah, probably. More probably, than are. More than we believe, actually, I yeah. would think. Or more than I think. Yeah. So we'd have to remember that, too. But That's true. That's in large part, you're right. I mean, they have an outlet themselves already yeah i don't know well that's my uh the ones i the ones i got what did you think of the softball conversation today because i gotta be honest with you sitting in here i was quite uncomfortable oh it was so uncomfortable the softball conversation on the boomer and geo show where geo said he's done he's done uh playing playing softball yeah i there was was uncomfortable yeah there were several different uh degrees I don't even know how to describe it. Like Boomer's mood. Yes. Went from hilarity to serious to disappointed to, okay, I got you, to if that's what you want to do, to disbelief, Mm -hmm. and then to, and we'll talk about it later. Yes, it ran the gamut. (laughs) It did. It was very uncomfortable being in here. Yeah. I I can't imagine. I was across the thick glass, Jerry, and I was uncomfortable. And I didn't want to come across as one on Geo's side or Boomer's side. Yes, you did a great job. I'm really in the middle with it. You know, I I don't I don't care. I mean, I'll play, but you're not getting 100 percent out of me because I can't give you 100 percent because of how, just because of my back, and it's just not worth it jumping for a ball or diving for a ball. And if you don't do that when you're playing for Boomer, get off the field. So I don't really get off the field. Coach your base, do the book, all good. And Gio and I are at two different things. Gio says he wants to go to the events. He doesn't want to play. Right. I don't want to go to the events, but I want to. But when but you're I there, like you to like play. playing. Yeah, I like yeah. to play. It's a good. They're it's, always good events. It's getting there and getting home on a weekday. That which is why it's a killer Thursday nights make everybody happier. Thursday night softball. That's it. So I got to get going. I got a right, update, guys. Thanks for sending in the question. The warm up program is next to you. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry, the shortest show on WFAN. Hey, it's a Wednesday morning. Good parking day in Manhattan. Al Dukes, how you be? Oh, hi, Jerry. Jerry, why do you say good morning campers? What does that mean, the campers? I, I, well, I don't. By the way, nice American flag shirt. Thank you. Well, you love a faded shirt. Yeah. Oh, Jerry, these are just old shirts of mine that I've had laying around no, for not. years. No, they're new. Oh, they're newer, you yeah. You just like the faded shirt. Yep. Eddie will wear a shirt from 1993 once in a while, but you will not. I will not. Uh, they don't fit me correctly anymore. You were heavy then. Uh, no, Heavier. I just I think t-shirts now are a little more fitted. The ones that I like. Okay. 
than they were. They're very, they were very boxy back also, then. a lot more comfortable these and days. And more comfortable. Agreed. I hate a cheap T-shirt. Like, whenever there's a giveaway, like, when teams do giveaway T-shirts. It's $5 Hanes. Yeah, it's like all out of shape and yeah. large and boxy. And very thick material. And always, like, XL at a minimum they'll give out. Well, but I think the XL is probably representative of much of the nation. I see. So, Jerry, yesterday the Yankees had more home runs, making it 28 straight games, which they say is a major league record. I tell you, not impressed. Me neither. Balls not impressed. Are flying out at a stupid pace. I, I don't even know what we're watching anymore with the home runs. I was watching uh, the highlights of the Mets Phillies game too. Like pop ups to right field. Correct. Gone. They're out of the park. It's kind of silly. But you're telling me in the steroid era, they didn't hit 28 straight home runs with these teams? Well, 2002, that was certainly part of the steroid era. That was the last time this happened? Had, that was 27 straight. That's the record they broke. Who, oh, the Rangers had that. Uh, yeah. Texas Rangers. I think, A-Rod, I think A-Rod hit the home run in the 27th straight game for the Rangers. Hmm. What about the Bash brothers? They couldn't uh, they get it done? They never did 28 straight games. Hmm. How many games do you think the Yankees will do? Uh, 93. 93 straight. Wow, that would shatter. <laughs> They'll get into, I the say record. they will get into the 30s. How about we'll All go right. with 36? I'm going to say 42 games. 42. That's right. All right. Maybe go 57. 57? What does that stand for? Well, 56 with the hitting streak. Oh, 57 straight home run games. As a team now, yeah. All right. Doesn't seem difficult to do. Although they're going to London. Do these games count when they, they play do in London? Count. Yes, they do. Mm. So How if they about, don't hit a home run in London, the that will streak's count. over? That will count. The atmosphere is different over there, too. Right. What <laughs> That's what I think. Isn't it foggy there all the and time? It is. And Big Ben's there. And Chad Green, I think, is going to get a start there. Imagine you're in a London. Brit, you go see the Yankees and Chad Green starting. Yeah. Well, who's this guy? Who's this American? Where's Masahiro Tanaka? Yeah. <laughs> we want to see the real Yankee players. Well, they'll see most of them, although John Carlos Stanton's hurt again. Oh, John Carlo? He's getting an Oh, he had an MRI. I saw he was getting an MRI today. Why can't they get the results right away? It takes time. It feels I don't like know. it should come right out. Here's your MRI. It probably does. I guess you have to have someone uh, an expert? read it that knows what the hell they're looking at. I feel like if you trained me properly, I could read MRIs. Do you think you could do anything? Yes, if, you, you, like, you if think, you're trained. You legitimately think you could be a dentist. If... Uh, if a dentist took me under his wing right. and showed me step by step, this is how you fill a filling, I could probably do it. You've also said on the podcast you think you could be a heart surgeon, but you wouldn't want the responsibility. Yeah. I mean, dude. But I feel like there's only a couple tubes there. <laughs> you re- Stop it. And they go in with these micro uh, instruments. how much training cameras? they have? Like, this is not an apprenticeship right. where you follow whatever it might be. A landscaper, yes. an electrician, or something for 12, 13, 14 weeks, and you can learn on the go. You make a mistake. It's not the worst thing in the right. world, although with an electrician, it could be. Heart surgery. Are you, are you crazy? With an electrician, you just shut off the power to whatever you're working on. I understand, but you can also cause a fire, so I shouldn't use that one. But landscaping, you can learn as you go. And what's the worst thing that can happen? You plant the bush wrong, you got a new, bit, new bush. You can't go get a new patient if you kill them. Speaking of these electrical panels, I've never had, you know, the circuit breakers. Yeah. yeah. I've never lived in a place where they were all labeled correctly. Well, why? Well, if you live there, label them. Yeah, but when you first move into a house, it's like chicken scratch, I you, dryer, washer. I think washer. most of mine, if not all of them, are hmm. in this house. Well, the previous house 
was like a puzzle. Yeah. No idea. And in right. 10 years, I never once corrected any of it. Right, because you want to be like, mm, I need to turn the power off. Uh, oh. Right. You keep clicking until they click <laughs> is off. Is it off yet? <laughs> nope. Fan is still working. <laughs> exactly. Jerry, there was almost a brouhaha in the Mets-Phillies game when Wilmer Font, after giving up back-to-back yeah, yeah, and a belly-to-belly. Oh, he sucks. He gave up uh, back-to-back homers, then drilled Scott Kingery. You said it right. Almost right in the face. Yeah. It caught his top of his shoulder. Dangerous stuff. Dangerous stuff. Yeah. Now, How about this? Make better pitches. Now, he says uh, he didn't do it on purpose, but have you ever heard a pitcher? They all say he didn't do it on purpose. Have you ever heard a pitcher go, yeah, it's going right for his head, and it unfortunately hit off his shoulder? <laughs> no, no one has said that. Is there going to be a brouhaha in today's game? Uh, who knows? The Phillies I have been so. so bad of late yeah. that I would think they're really focused on just Basically putting the Mets out of their misery this week. If I were them, if I'm Nick Pavetta this uh, today, why? Well, let's say you Just have a nice it. lead, then oh, that's, drill no, no, somebody. That's, that's different. Who would that's you different. hit, Pete Alonzo? Probably. Oh, yeah. The polar bear, Jerry. Yeah. I'll tell you who I wouldn't hit, although we actually had a couple of hits last night. Robinson Cano. I threw the ball right down the middle. Of the head. And let him just swing and miss it. <laughs> and top the ball. I would look for the guy. I know they look for like the main guy, so it would probably be Pete Alonzo. Jeff McNeil. I'd look for the guy who's least likely to be able to beat me up. Well, who would that be on the Mets, Al? Like the whoever the pitcher is, if it's not Noah Syndergaard. Uh, you want to throw Vargas? Yeah. Oh, he's no. a hothead. Yeah. No, I'm not throwing right. a Vargas. Hothead. Because exactly. if they throw at Alonzo Vargas, who's very Vargas. angry at the Newsday, still will probably drill a guy. What about That's something to watch? Todd Frazier. Mm. Tough guy, but last time, if you remember, he waited till he was restrained. Yes, you're right. I drill right to Todd Frazier. We'll see. If I'm the Phillies and we have a close game, you will not see it today. You're not going to see it. I don't think so because they win in the games. Right. So I don't think so. You know what you do, though? You put it in your pocket for the next time you play them. Do you show them, like, look at this, putting this in my back (laughs) pocket for next time when I'm going to drill you? How exactly would that go? (laughs) Stupid. Uh, Sports Illustrated has a story Uh, on A-Rod. Yeah. Now, it's for their where are they now issue, mm-hmm. which I used to love as a kid when this I would get. He, this is where he's dropping the F-bombs? Yes. Yeah. I used to love as a kid getting the Sports Illustrated where are they now? Because you'd be like, oh, yeah, I remember this guy. Mm-hmm. I had his trading. We know where A-Rod is. He's on ESPN. He's like a star. Yes. He's a bigger star now than when he played. Where's A-Rod? Ooh, I don't know. Sunday Night Baseball and Dating J-Lo. <laughs> and Shark Tank. And Shark Tank. Right. Everybody knows who A-Rod we is. We know where A-Rod is. Yeah, that's kind of goofy. Although, I guess if you're not in this era, well, no, Sunday Night Baseball and Shark Tank. Yeah. yeah. Kind of stupid. Whenever I try to think of like a guy, like, hmm, where are they now? I'll just, you just. Nate Wiki- Newton. Yeah, you just Wikipedia it and just find, you don't even need the issue anymore. This is why our magazines are going away, you know Jerry. I used to like, not where are they now. I used to like the Arcola Fantastic Finishes. Oh, on like an NFL Sunday? Yeah. It was Arcola, right? Alcoa. Alcoa. Okay. Alcoa. Alcoa. Fantastic Fanta- finishes. Tommy Kramer and the Vikings were down <laughs> to the Browns. Was it Drew Pearson, uh, Hail yeah. Mary against the Vikings they would outdoors? The, they would do the Drew Pearson one, the Tommy Kramer to a moderate shot Always against did the, uh, the Browns. Franco Harris one. Franco Harris. Against the Raiders, yep. Fantastic finishes. <laughs> that I Alcoa. Yeah, that, that is was, good. That to me is better than the world. Although the world, well, that was, uh, where are they now? Didn't they do that with uh, This Week in Baseball, too, for a long time? They may have. Where they always featured the chicken. Yeah. The San Diego chicken. Yeah, I felt like he was always featured in that show. Yeah. That was kind of fun. Do we? Are we missing any 86 Mets? Like, where are they now? We know where they all are, right? Um. Well, we know. Let's see. 
Wally where are ba- they now? Wally Backman, where is he at these well, days? Well, we know he's somewhere. <laughs> I think he's at the Long Island Ducks, isn't he? Uh, I don't quack, know. Quack. I, I suppose he could be. Where's George Foster? He Wasn't was, he on the 86 Mets in the beginning of the season? Uh, he was. Before he was traded? He was. So where's he at? Where's Harold Re- McReynolds? What was the guy's name? Kevin McReynolds. Kevin McReynolds. Well, ironically enough, I went to where a are they now? Richie Martin baseball camp back in whatever year it was, 1987 or something. And our featured speaker was supposed to be not him. It was supposed to be somebody else. The Mets played a late game in Philadelphia, and the camp was in Trenton State College. And the Mets initially called and said, I don't remember who it was going to be, but he's not going to come because the game ended at midnight. It just doesn't work. Kevin McReynolds shows up. Couldn't have been a nicer guy. Gave us a hitting clinic. Where is he now, Kevin McReynolds? I bet you he's on a farm. Kevin, if you're out there, reach out to us. Send Jerry and I a postcard. (laughs) That's right, from Pennsylvania. Somewhere. We have time for one more, Eddie? Or should we take a break? Yeah, we got one more. One more. Uh, there's a Aussie Rugby League star who's legitimately like a huge star in Aussie Rugby who's trying out for the Jets. Cool. Now, when I first got ESPN in 1983, right. that's all that they... It was rugby. They had no rights to anything. Roller derby. They had roller they derby? They did have roller derby. They had Australian rules football, which right. was awesome. right. And I would sit there and watch it because it was like, oh, my gosh, there's sports on here 24 hours. No helmet. Hours. They're tackling. They're killing yeah. each other. No helmet. The Very ball appealing. was somewhat oblong. Yep. You could kick it, throw yeah. it, punch people, the scrum. <laughs> I hope this guy makes the Jets. Did you know there's a – he might. Did you know there's a rugby league here? In America? Yeah. They play at the Cyclone Stadium. No pads? It, it's rugby. Real rugby. It's real rugby. Is rugby and Australian rules football the same thing? We're going to take a quick break. I think when we it come is. back, Boomer and Joe join us next on the fan. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. Uh, Yankees beat the Blue Jays last night 4 3, four more home runs. They set a new record 28 game home run streak, and the Mets were winning again and again. The bullpen blows it. They lose to the Phillies. What else you got? Yankees have a day game today, Jerry. Day game after a night game. Day game after a night game, then they fly to London. Where we'll get all the generic kind of London things, probably like. And haven't we done this already with the NFL? No, we're going to do it with baseball now. No, I know. Aaron Judge will be next to those guards that don't move. With the funny hats. Yeah, with the funny hats. I bet you he probably towers over them. Yeah. Right? Because those guys aren't necessarily tall. They're very tiny in uh, London, Jerry. Much smaller than yeah. Americans. The Yankees going to England. Yeah, they'll have like DJ LeMayhew eating crimpets and tea with. What's a crimpet? John like Carlin. I think it's like a, yeah, it's like a cookie, a thick cookie. I think a crimp. You seem like a crimpet. Type yeah, I'm of guy. definitely a good big, I see, I big crimpet guy. This is the vision I have of you. All right, Saturday morning as you're just settling yes. into your weekend <laughs> in Spring Lake, <laughs> you break out the Stelladoro cookie do. and a cup of coffee, yep. and you sit there with like a pen in your mouth, yeah. as you just watch people walk by <laughs> on a nice summer Saturday. I've got my Twitter up, my coffee on. <laughs> My crimpets, Jerry. <laughs> Your Stelladoro. My Stelladoro breadsticks. Now do you, like oh, a so grandmother. Breadstick, bread no, no, no. A cookie. They're cookies. The long cookie as opposed to the cookie that's got the chocolate in the middle. No chocolate. It's the one that looks like an S. Yeah, it's exactly how I figured Stella it would be on a Saturday Dora. morning. Right. What are we doing? A... Breadsticks. Oh. <laughs> Boomer's Boomer giving me a in the massage. Midst of right now just completely rubbing out Al. What else goes on in London, Jerry? The London Eye. I know. I That's have no a... interest in going there, so well, I have no ben. idea. Big Ben. We mentioned Parliament. Big Ben. It's a clock. No one cares. Churchill's bunker. Not interested. London Eye, Jerry, is that giant Ferris wheel. 
Yeah, it's a Ferris wheel. I don't know why it's called the London Eye. I guess you can see all of London when you get up there. <laughs> up at the, <laughs> it's the eye over London, Jerry. I suppose. Is that a trip you will ever make? Since you're like London, I may go to London. London because they speak uh, English, and I feel like I wouldn't get completely lost. Right. Why I would you know their subway. In Italy. <laughs> Spend a couple of hours. Italy, they don't speak English a lot of places, and you're just fine there too. And you I love just the go, food. I go listen to Americano. Blue Radio, morning six to ten.